Hello, my friends. It's December 31st. We're going to do the readings for December 31st. We are in the um, seventh day within the octave of the Nativity of the Lord. And, uh, well, it's still Merry Christmas, so Merry Christmas to everybody. So, this is the readings for December 31st. It is the last uh, readings of December, and uh, we're in New Year's Eve. So, uh, entrance antiphon is from Isaiah. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Isaiah chapter 9, verse 5. A child is born for us, and a son is given to us. His scepter of power rests upon his shoulder, and his name will be called Messenger of Great Counsel. One more time. A child is born for us, and a son is given. A son is given to us. His scepter of power rests upon his shoulder. And his name will be called Messenger of Great Counsel. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words and what I have done and what I have failed to do. Through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore I ask, Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to please pray with me and for me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us and forgive us all our sins and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Kiri elision, kiri elision, kiri elision, Christe elision, Christe elision, Christe elision, kiri elision, kiri elision, kiri elision. Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, Christ have mercy, Christ have mercy, Christ have mercy, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy. Glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace to people of goodwill. We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you. We give you thanks for your great glory, Lord God, Heavenly King, O God Almighty Father. Lord Jesus Christ, only begotten Son, Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. You take away the sins of the world, receive our prayer. You are seated at the right hand of the Father, have mercy on us. For you alone are the Holy One, you alone are the Lord, you alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit and the glory of God the Father. Amen. The uh, collect, collect prayer. Almighty, ever-living God, who in the nativity of your Son established the beginning and fulfillment of all religion, grant, we pray, that we may be numbered among those who belong to him, in whom, in the fullness of human salvation, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. First reading, again, we're still reading um, from the first letter of St. John, chapter 2, verse 18 to 21. You have the anointing that comes from the Holy One, and you have all 
and you have all knowledge. A reading from the first letter of St. John, chapter 2, verse 18 to 21. Children, it is the last hour, and just as you heard that the Antichrist was coming, so now many Antichrists have appeared. Thus we know this is the last hour. They went out from us, but they were not really of our number. If they had been, they would have remained with us. Their descendants, their, 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 their desertion shows us, their desertion shows us that none of them was of our number, but you have the anointing that comes from the Holy One, and you all have knowledge. I write to you not because you do not know the truth, but because you do and because every lie is alien to the truth. Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. One more time. Reading from the first letter of St. John, chapter 2, verse 18 to 21. Children, it is the last hour, and just as you have heard that the Antichrist was coming, so now many Antichrists have appeared. Thus we know this is the last hour. They went out from us, but they were not really of our number. If they had been, they would have remained with us. Their desertion shows that none of them was of our number. But you have the anointing that comes from the Holy One, and you all have knowledge. I write to you not because you do not know the truth, but because you do, you do and because every lie is, an, is alien to the truth. Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Okay, Psalm 96. Let, um, let the heavens be glad and the earth rejoice. Let the heavens be glad and the earth rejoice. Sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord, all you lands. Sing to the Lord, bless his name. Announce his salvation day after day. Let the heavens be glad and the earth rejoice. Let the heavens be glad and the earth rejoice. Let the heavens be glad and the earth rejoice. Let the sea and what was what fills it resound. Let the plains be joyful and all that is in them. Then shall all the trees of the forest exult before the Lord. The Lord comes, he comes to rule the earth. He shall rule the world with justice and the people with consistency. Let the heavens be glad and the earth rejoice. Let the heavens be glad and the earth rejoice. One more time. Let the heavens be glad and the earth rejoice. Psalm 96. Sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord in all, all you lands. Sing to the Lord, bless his name. Announce his salvation day after day. Let the heavens be glad and the earth rejoice. Let the heavens be glad and the earth rejoice. Let the heavens be glad and the earth rejoice. Let the sea and what fills it resound. Let the plains be joyful and all that is in them. Then shall all the trees of the forest exult before the Lord. Let the heavens be glad and the earth rejoice. Let the heavens be glad and the earth rejoice. The Lord comes, he comes to rule the earth. He shall rule the world with justice and the people with his consistency. Let the heavens be glad and the earth rejoice. Let the heavens be glad and the earth rejoice. Alleluia, alleluia. The word of God became flesh and dwelt among us. To those who accepted him, he gave them power to become children of God. 
Alleluia, alleluia. The word of God became flesh and dwelt among us. To those who accept him, he gave power to become children of God. Alleluia, alleluia. It's from John, the Gospel of St. John, chapter 1, verse 14 to 12. The, and the word became flesh. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. John, chapter 1, verse 1 and 18. A reading from the beginning of the Holy Gospel according to St. John. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came to be through Him, and without Him nothing came to be. What came to be through Him was life, and this life was the light of the human race. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. A man named John was sent from God. He came for testimony to testify to the light, so that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but came to testify to the light. The true light which enlightens everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world came to be through him. But the world did not know him. He came to what was his own, but his own people did not accept him. But to those who did accept him, he gave power to become children of God. To those who believe in his name, who were born not by natural generation, nor by human choice, nor by a man's decision, but of God. And the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. And we saw his glory, the glory as of the Father's only begotten Son, full of grace and truth. John testified to him and cried out, saying, This was he of whom I said, The one who's coming after me ranks ahead of me, because he existed before me. From his fullness we've all received grace in place of grace. Because while the law was given through Moses, grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God. The only begotten Son, God, who is at the Father's side, has revealed him. The Gospel of the Lord prays to you, Lord Jesus Christ. One more time. The Word became flesh, a reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. John, chapter 1, verse 1 to 18. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came to be through Him, and without Him nothing came to be. What came to be through him was life, and this life was the light of the human race, and the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. A man named John was sent from God. He came for testimony to testify to the light, so that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but came to testify to the light. The true light which enlightens everyone was coming into the world. 
He was in the world, and the world came to be through him. But the world did not know him. He came to what was his own, but his own people did not accept him. But to those who did accept him, he gave power to become children of God. To those who believe in his name, who were born not by natural generation, nor by human choice, nor by a man's decision, but of God. And the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. And we saw his glory, the glory of the father's only begotten son, full of grace and truth. John testified to him and cried out, saying, This was he of whom I said, The one who is coming after me ranks ahead of me, because he existed before me. From his fullness we have all received grace in place of grace, because while the law was given through Moses, grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God, the only begotten Son of God, the Son, God, who is at the Father's side, has revealed him. The Gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. So, um, this, this one here, we get a, a second chance f for those to, um, hear the gospel of John. It's, it's one of the most beautiful. And you can tell by reading the first letter of John and the gospel of John, that it's the same person. And you can definitely tell by the book of revelation, the apocalypse as, uh, it means to unveil that it's the same person. He mentions, he uses a theme of lamb and he uses very Eucharistic paintbrush, um, you can tell, uh, the word, um, the logos it, it the Greeks used word, which is logos to define divine reason that gives, that gives shape, meaning, uh, shape, meaning and substance to the universe, to the, to, to the world around us, to everything. The father is the first person of the Trinity and the father, um, speaks, thinks, speaks. He expresses himself through his word, the logos, the second person of the Trinity and the unity and love that the Father and the Son is the Holy Spirit. That's the life of the Father and the Son, the very love and expression, the unity. It's one God, three persons, three persons in one God. It's a mystery that theologians are, have to admit it's the truth and it's a mystery. The son, Jesus, who became Jesus, who wasn't Jesus in the beginning, but took the name of Jesus, 
is only one per one nature um one person. It's not two persons, not two Jesus, or else we'll have this four, and it wouldn't be a trinity. The second person took upon himself human intellect, a human identity, a human nature, while at the same time, he also had a divine nature and a divine intellect because he's God. In his divinity, he is, is, in his divine nature, he is superior to the human nature, although now the human nature is also now in the divine nature. It's one person, two natures, one person. He, as God, he cannot pay for our sins. But as God, he can make it possible as a human person, but he also is a person without sin. He's perfect. He's perfect because it's not two people. It's one, but it's two different natures. The, he's a perfect sacrifice. He is a perfect atonement in his, in his, in his perfect humanity. Because he's without sin and he, he's not, he's not, um, impaired by the sin of Adam and Eve. He's not conflicted. He sees things perfectly. He understands things perfectly. He, you know, he's not struggling. He, you know, um, he's tempted, but he he doesn't let it, he doesn't, it cannot, it cannot uh, lead him to desire to, to commit sin. He cannot commit it because he, he doesn't have, he's not impaired in his, in his lower appetites the way we are. There is no defect in, in him. He can better understand the human person, the human nature. He can better understand the the logic, the um, the temptation to sin, the desire to sin, and that that's what makes him savior. You know, and that's and and that's true. And here, John, in his first letter, describes, you know, a figure called the Antichrist. But that that antichrist figure does not necessarily have to be. It is a figure that will come. That will be a counterfeit Christ. But at the same time, each one of us can be an antichrist. Each one of us can take on that defect. Like, you know in what we see in our fellow Catholics who in what we see in our corrupt clergy when they they corrupt the faith with corrupt suggestions bad interpretation um, um, rebellion against church morality and doctrine 
It could be a pope. It could be a priest. It could be a bishop. It could be a cardinal. It could be a theologian. It could be your brother and sister. It could be your family member. It could be yourself where you decide to go through a corrupt, a corrupt, um, corruption of the faith and lead others to go against their faith, to commit sin and to rebel. Every single one of us can be that person. Every single one of us can be an antichrist. If we sow the seed of doubt in children, if we lead another person to doubt their faith and denounce their faith, we're an antichrist. We are antichrist if we do that. None of us can escape it. If we really are like this, uh, um, promoting same-sex union, uh, promoting contraception, promoting abortion, promoting uh, heresy, doubt in the faith, mocking people because of their faith. All these things are, are antichrist. Okay. Are antichrist. It's, it's a, you know, it's amazing, but it's true. Oh, I was listening, you know, the accounts of Jesus baptism in at least in the synoptic gospel is very interesting. Luke has that as Jesus stood on the side and after all the crowds, the people have been baptized, it, he then stepped in. He then stepped in and he was baptized. Why? Some of the theologians and I think mystics and suggest that as the people in their willingness to be baptized by John that their sins were now in the water in a very supernatural mystic way not that you could see it or smell it or touch it but in a very mystical way since he had no sin John himself said it John the Baptist said it you you come to me for baptism but it is I who should be baptized by you. Jesus' willingness to step in into the waters. He, he, in a supernatural, symbolic way, literally and in a supernatural way, took the sins of the world upon himself. In a sense, that's why when he said in Matthew, when Matthew argued with him about this, he said, let it be for now so that all men may know that righteousness must be fulfilled. That's, it's, a, it's an interesting and a fascinating way. I like that. That, you know, it, you know it, it's one way of looking at it. It's one way. The divine logos condescended to con human flesh in the womb of a virgin and decided 
to come down and participate in our fallen nature, even though he had no sin. After he completed what he had, after he completed it, he then sullied us then when he went into the desert. It's then he went to the desert. It's a fantastic, fantastic um, understanding. So all of us now with him, when we're baptized, he's with us. He is with us. He took upon our sins. When we get baptized, we are molded into him. We are married into him. We are one flesh with him, one spirit and one flesh. We, he is the bridegroom and we are the bride. Every single one of us and every single one of us, he, he takes part. When we receive Holy Communion, when we go to confession, he's with us. He's part of our super, uh, our spiritual journey, literally, spiritually, but literally. And this, I like, I like this. All right, let's end it here. I just want to say, um, I'll try to post this early for some of you, because I know a lot of people may not be able to attend all the services. I'm trying to get this out a little earlier, but uh, once more, Merry Christmas. Um, have a safe New Year's Eve. All right, don't do anything crazy. Um, a merry, um, a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year's to your family. I'll try to put all the other ones out early. Okay, um, I know it, it's helpful. And then what I'm going to do is I am going to take time putting new podcasts. I'm going to try to put some stuff that's worthwhile, worthwhile. The um. Um, you know, to try to come up with more apologetic and a catechal, you know, catechesis kind of stuff. And I'll try to do some news if I can, but we'll try to stick to this, uh, to the stuff, more Catholic education of the faith. All right. Okay. So let's move on to the creed. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, consubstantial with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us men and for our salvation he came down from heaven and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate, he suffered death and was buried, and rose again on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy, Catholic, and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen.
Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now at the hour of our death. Amen. St. Michael, Archangel of God, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wild, wicked attack of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. Now, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the divine power of God, cast into hell Satan and all evil spirits who prowl the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory now and forever. Amen. <laughs>